Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hey, I'm KT. I'm back again. Today, we're going to talk about Bitcoin. You know, it's in the papers all the time, and most people I find aren't even really sure what it is. So for those of you who don't know what it is, we're going to talk about what it is, why you should care, how you might think about using it, and whether or not it's going to be valuable in the future or if it's just a sort of a spark. So I've decided to call this show Bitcoin, the new gold or the next.com. Now, many of you should remember the 1990s and how during that time, all of a sudden, anything that had .com after it was a big, huge internet startup company. And people were just throwing money at it. And it was growing and growing and growing. And there were lots of great companies that came out of this time, like Amazon was a company that went public in 1997. But also Pets.com, another company that went public in 1997 that nobody hears about anymore. But I had this really funny story. I had moved my office in 1999. I had moved my office and I ordered all my furniture on the internet for the office because I thought I'm going to use that new technology and take advantage of it. They ordered it, they delivered it, and they never billed me. Now, this was thousands of dollars. I call them up. My staff calls them up. I don't mean to take money from anybody and not pay for my stuff, but they're not there anymore. They were gone. They'd already gone out of business after they sent me my furniture and before they figured out how to get the money from me, they were gone. And I remember thinking someday someone else will buy this book from them and collect on this debt. Somebody will show up eventually, but nobody ever did. And that was 17 years ago. That's because people were so excited about anything.com that there were people just throwing money at it left and right, trying to make money with it. That feels a little bit about what's happening in Bitcoin today. So what exactly is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is called a cryptocurrency. And what that really is, is it's a replacement for real currency, like dollars or euros, but it's not actually tied to a country and it trades in the market on the internet. It's an internet-based currency that you should be able to use to buy different goods and services on the internet. But to cash it out and use it, it's actually not as easy as it seems. But it's been on fire the last two years. In fact, it's up nearly a thousand percent this year so far. So everybody's saying to me, Am I missing the boat? Shouldn't I be in Bitcoin? So there are some risks about Bitcoin. Usually, what I'll say if anything can go up a thousand percent, you got to know that it could go out of business. That's just an unbelievable amount of return in a really short period of time. So this is not for these conservative people who want to check their statement every day, who maybe let it go up a little bit, 5 or 10%, they'd be okay. This thing actually changes 10% a day, could go up or down 10% a day. So it's significantly more aggressive than anything that you've owned before. When I look back at my recent history, I think dot-com companies in the 90s, many of them went broke, but a handful of them did very, very well. And what we really don't know about this is whether or not this idea of currency not backed by a government will survive and how will it survive and what will it look like? So today you see lots of speculative investors going in and buying little pieces of it to kind of see how it goes. Will it work? Will it not work? There's 
a lot of concerns about what price you're able to buy or sell at, when you're able to buy or sell. And, you know, it's a lot of black box technology. So you can't really see it. It's not transparent at all. And it's sort of like a leap of faith about what it's valued day to day. In fact, you could find it valued for four or five different prices every single day on different exchanges. And it's not just Bitcoin. Bitcoin is like saying Kleenex is the only manufacturer of facial tissue. It's just the biggest. So Bitcoin is the biggest. But going back to the internet, I remember when MySpace was the biggest. And so the question is, will Bitcoin be the MySpace of cryptocurrency? Will it be one of these other many cryptocurrencies that are getting launched every month? Or will it all just disintegrate? Right now, there's no process for securing that you actually own it. So when you buy it, you really have to think about, first, will I be able to turn it back into dollars at the price that I want and when I want? And could I lose all my money in it? I think the answer is yes, you could. You might also make a lot of money in it, but you could lose all of everything you made and everything you had. So you have to know that this is a speculative investment. So on the scale of one to 10, risk one being a savings account, and 10 being a stock, this is like 20. So this is a very risky investment. So it should be a small percentage of your net worth. And you should be willing to lose it all for the opportunity to take advantage of being invested in an asset class that didn't exist before. Now, it's not always been bad to be invested in an asset class that didn't exist before. Look at companies like Amazon. Amazon went public in 1999 at $23 a share and it's over $1,100 a share today. However, it's been almost that price again. So in 2000, it was almost $1,000 then. And it went all the way down to $135. Now it's back up over $1,100. So unless you are a very patient investor, a significant sell-off could mean a washout. Because most people won't wait when it drops to $135 for 16 years for it to come back to its price that it was at in 1999. So again, for a very aggressive investor who is willing to lose all of this in order for the chance to gain all of it, this could be an interesting investment. Now, some people argue that it's a gold replacement, that people don't trust the Federal Reserves around the world anymore because they just print money when they want it. And Bitcoin will only issue so much currency, period, so that that currency becomes more valuable. Well, it's actually not backed up by anything. So it's only as valuable as the last person who was willing to buy it from the last person who wanted to sell it. Gold, in its biggest time, went up something like it doubled. You know, so gold became an investment for people in 1979. You could actually buy it in your portfolio. And the price of gold more than doubled after that. And then it went up again the following year. And then it crashed 65% after that for the next five years. And in fact, on an inflation-adjusted basis, it never got back to its high till like 2008. So you could have waited a really long time. So when you go into an investment like this, anytime you go into something that's very speculative, you want to think, how much am I willing to spend? Should it be 1% of my investments? Should it be 3% of my investments? If it's 5% of your investments, you have to be willing to lose 5% of your investments because you might. Now, you also might own it in a year like this, where the market went up 1,000%. On the other side, you have to be able to say, wow, my 5% investment went up 1,000%. Now it's worth 
14% of my investable assets. If I was only willing to invest 5%, do I sell 9%? That's the piece that investors don't usually do. They don't know how to take money off the table when they've made money. But if something goes up 1,000%, it's probably an argument for why you should take a little bit of those profits off the table and then maybe leave the growth in for the future. It's a long way away from being a gold replacement. I understand why it's an interesting technology. Once they figure out how to actually allow you to use it to get things outside of a particular sponsor site, then it starts to become valuable in real terms that are measurable. Right now, it's valuable as an idea, and it might even be a brilliant idea, but you want to take it on like a speculative idea. So a little bit goes a long way when you could lose it all. I want to thank you for tuning in today to my quick tip. Tune in for more shows about all other ideas financing at KT's Money Matters. And this is KT Thomas. Till we speak again. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.